Welcome to a special series entitled The Wellness Perspective, part of the Hopeful Radio podcast. This episode is entitled How to Be Successful in Spite of Yourself. I'm Corey Galbraith. At age nine, he was kicked in the head by a horse. He once almost drowned. He suffered from malaria, a disease transmitted by mosquitoes that has the power to kill. He disliked his first name, preferring that people refer to him by his last name. A store he owned with a partner went under, leaving him in debt. The first woman he truly loved died early in their relationship. His favorite poems were about suicide. Weeping in public was not uncommon. And on top of all of this, he was ridiculed for his awkward appearance. It wasn't all bad. Good things happened too, but even those did not break his sour mood. Surrounded by crowds of appreciative supporters about to earn a high honor, He looked glum and alone. The following day, with the crowds gone, a colleague noticed him hiding at the end of a hallway, his head down and his hands against his face. As the colleague approached, he looked up, the picture of defeat, and admitted, I'm not very well. The name of this mysterious distant soul? Abraham Lincoln. Feeling down and out, it would appear, does not mean you will not be successful. A. Lincoln, as he referred to himself, despite his grim view of things, was actually highly successful as a lawyer, politician, and one of the greatest presidents America has ever seen. How we see things does not necessarily impact on how well we will do in our careers and life. There are countless other examples. The late great Mike Wallace of 60 Minutes fame was all consumed by depression, negativity, and fear. At one point, planning suicide because he said, I've got to get out of here. Ludwig van Beethoven Edgar Allan Poe, actor Marlon Brando, and musician Kurt Cobain are just a few of those who shared Wallace's plight. Insecurity cannot stop success. If depression cannot kill accomplishment, then what can? Apparently not insecurity or a lack of confidence. Many of Hollywood's greatest actors lack self-confidence. Actress Ellen Mirren has admitted to never feeling sure of herself her entire life. John Lennon once said, Part of me thinks I'm a loser. Meryl Streep says she spent many a day in self-loathing. Maybe you're an imposter. There's even a term for successful people who are filled with endless self-doubt. They are the imposters. Dr. Valerie Young, an expert in the field and best-selling author, says the imposter syndrome is more than lacking confidence. It's a condition in which people attribute their success not to their own abilities or talents, but to trickery, fooling people. 
perhaps you too are an imposter. The average person gains confidence after doing something over and over, improving each time. But the imposter is convinced progress happens for other reasons outside of themselves. They may never credit themselves, but many imposters do very well in life. How is all of this possible? How is it possible to have a troubled mindset and still achieve success? The answer lies in practicing the opposite of conventional wisdom. We are told to believe in ourselves, and then we can accomplish things. But, in fact, it is the doing of things that will ultimately allow us to believe in ourselves. What the likes of A. Lincoln and Mike Wallace did was to act out of a desire to make a difference, to affect change, to utilize time effectively. They did so no matter how they felt. According to some historians and psychologists, they were actually aided by their less-than-perfect outlook, unburdened by high expectations, undeterred by failure or criticism from others. There is a growing movement in psychology towards neutral thinking for people who are depressed or living in despair. For them, trying to become positive is almost impossible. It is easier and more practical to maintain an even state in which aspirations are kept in check and the downside of things ignored. Neutral thinking is about moderation and being objective, allowing us to see all sides of an issue while protecting us from knee-jerk reactions caused by uncontrolled emotion. This new way of thinking is not really new at all but was taught and practiced by the ancients. The positive takeaway, then, our moods, the ups and downs, our frustrations, our criticisms of the world, our disappointments in ourselves and in others, none of this has the power to prevent you from moving ahead in your job and life. You can act. You can do often blindly, without any expectations or assurances of success. We must separate our state of mind from our God-given ability to undertake initiatives and indeed to move mountains. The things we do, the things we say to others, even if we ourselves are not always in the best place, can and will do good in this brief time we are here on the planet. Rather than waiting for your inner soul to accept itself, go forth with plans. Take any entry point and act. Because the truth of the matter is, the world needs you, no matter how you feel. This has been an episode of the special series, The Wellness Perspective, on the Hopeful Radio Podcast. Be sure to visit us at the web address, hopefulradio.com.